Something I've been enjoying more and more these days as I get closer and closer to my 30s is slow living. But what does that really mean? Slow living doesn't really have too much to do with your pace. Slow living is a mindset. It's when you curate a more meaningful and conscious lifestyle that's in line with what you value most in life. You spend your day-to-day being more present and conscious of what you consume and what you spend your time doing. In school, I admit this concept of living more consciously was easier to implement, but as I grow older, I'm rediscovering what a healthy work-life balance truly looks like. What is going on, beautiful people? You are listening to the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast, where we focus on personal growth and cultivating a healthy relationship with ourselves. I'm your host, Tyra the Creative, actress, content creator, and mental health enthusiast. And this month, you guys know we're focusing on slow living. And as I was reflecting on what I wanted to talk about this week, I realized that I have successfully started to create a healthier work-life balance, and I truly love that for me. So before we dive into today's episode, let's go ahead and do our affirmation of the week. This week's affirmation is, I celebrate the uniqueness of my interests and make time for what brings me joy. Let's go ahead and drop in for our first affirmation of the year. I celebrate the uniqueness of my interests and make time for what brings me joy. I celebrate the uniqueness of my interests and make time for what brings me joy. I celebrate the uniqueness of my interests and make time for what brings me joy. I celebrate the uniqueness of my interests and make time for what brings me joy. I celebrate the uniqueness of my interests and make time for what brings me joy. I celebrate the uniqueness of my interests and make time for what brings me joy. Let's say it one last time together. And as we do, envision what it looks like to celebrate your uniqueness. Envision what you will be making time for that brings you joy. Here we go. I celebrate the uniqueness of my interests and make time for what brings me joy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I really love 
the end of that affirmation. Well, I love the whole affirmation. I love the beginning and the end. I kind of mashed two together because it's so on point for today's episode. But make time for what brings you joy. Oh, making time for the things that bring joy into my life. It's like the cherry on top of life. Celebrating your uniqueness and celebrating your unique interests, that literally makes you who you are. I absolutely love this affirmation. When I moved to LA, I truly got sucked into the hustle and bustle of trying to make it. Friends would invite me out and my default answer would be, no, I have XYZ to do. And this became routine. And while during that time of my life, which was around 2018, I was actually uninterested in going out, spending money that I didn't have and quote unquote having fun when I had so much work to do, I started to develop a very unbalanced lifestyle. Now, I'm not here to say having a balanced lifestyle is easy. And I'm not saying that working more than you play is unhealthy or vice versa, but we each have to find a balance that truly works for us. It only got to work for one person. And that balance can shift depending on where you are in your life. Life isn't all about work. In America and probably a lot of other places, in a general sense, our identity is almost simultaneous with our career and our accolades. Think about it. One of the first questions we tend to ask someone when we meet them is, oh, what do you do? Now, there's a lot of reasons why this is the case, and we won't be diving in that today, but... I can't stress enough that we should try to retrain our brain to know that our worth doesn't lie in our productivity or how many promotions we've gotten at our job or what our job title is. And yes, y'all, this stuff is important. But from where I'm sitting, stressing about a job or anything career-based hasn't helped me level up in the ways I would like. Finding joy in things outside of work has done that. To put it plainly, having a healthy work-life balance is crucial. It's not just about avoiding burnout. It impacts your overall well-being. Remember last week how we touched on time blocking? This is how I like to look at my work-life balance. Same concept, just on a bigger scale. And according to a survey by the American Psychological Association, work-life balance is a huge deal for mental health. They found that 68% of adults who reported good work-life balance also rated their mental health as excellent. And on the flip side of that, only 43% of those with poor work-life balance felt the same, meaning they felt their mental health was excellent. 
And also, the World Health Organization now recognizes burnout as an occupational phenomenon, emphasizing the link between work-related stress and health issues. So balancing work and your personal life isn't just a nice idea. It's legit important for your mental and physical well-being. And I don't know about y'all. But I do not want to stress my heart out because I'm trying to become a senior manager at a company who can, and if they needed to, would fire me on the spot. And before we keep going, this is just to provide perspective, y'all. I remember when people would say things like this to me, I get upset because how dare you tell me I'm working too hard? How dare you tell me that I need to focus on other things? You must want what I got, right? That's the only thing that makes sense. And looking back at those conversations, that's living proof that my worth was tied in my mind my worth was tied to my productivity and my career status because these conversations that I'm talking about were with people who I knew loved me finding the perfect balance between work and your personal life is challenging but I do want to give you guys some tips to help you move into the right direction if you do feel like you don't quite have it where you would like it to be Number one, set clear boundaries. Establish clear boundaries between work and your personal life and define specific work hours and stick to them. I'm still working on this, y'all. And when you are outside of those hours that you set, disconnect, avoid checking them emails. Don't respond to those messages after a certain hour to allow yourself to fully unwind and detach from your workday so you have time for your personal day. Number two, prioritize tasks. Prioritize your tasks based on importance and deadlines. Focus on your high priority items first and and avoid unnecessary multitasking. Number three, learn to say no. Simply, to put it simply, do not overcommit yourself. Learn to say no to tasks or projects that may overload your schedule or when, this is how I like to look at it. When somebody asks me to do something, if I immediately feel overwhelmed, it's a no. But before I learn to say no, I would, if someone asked me to do something, I would say, let me get back to you. That became my default. That became my canned response. So I can have some time to process what it is, really check my schedule, see if I can do it. And if I can't figure out how I'm going to say no, because saying no was very hard for your girl. Number four, create a dedicated workspace. If it's possible, try to create a dedicated and organized workspace, and this will help in maintaining clear separation between your work and home life, especially if you work from home, which a lot of us still do post-pandemic. I know for me, I have my desk set up and I do all my work at my desk. I have designated areas where I'm working and outside of those areas, since my workspace is in my home and it's also in my living room area, the place where I like to be comfy cozy, I do not do work outside of that designated area. Number five, use technology wisely. Y'all, there are so many productivity apps out there and so just so many electronic things out there to help. And I 
I fight with my mom all the time because I bought her an Alexa. I bought her like the the one the show the the Echo Show Eight, and she cannot stand using it. But when I went home for the holidays just now, like I just got back recently. Um, one of the main conversations we would have about this Alexa is how good of a virtual assistant or personal assistant, both actually virtual, technical, personal, whatever assistant she can be. She can read your calendar. She can create routines for you the whole nine. So on that same vein, use productivity tools to streamline tasks and avoid spending excessive times on non-essential activities that you can honestly automate. I personally love Trello and Slack, but there's also other um, productivity tools like Notion, Asana, Evernote, Hive, and many, many more. Literally what I recommend is typing into Google what you need and finding what options are out there because there's probably an app for that. Um, Another way to make sure that you are implementing healthier work-life balance things is to establish a routine. Try to develop a daily routine that includes both work and personal activities. Having a consistent schedule can help create a sense of balance. You know what's coming and it's easier to plan your days and your weeks if you have events or other engagements that happen to pop up. Number seven is, oh, this is a big one for me. For me, every time I say this is a big one, y'all, I really be talking to myself. These podcast episodes, in case y'all did not know, they are for Tyra, okay? They are for y'all too, but I am not preaching to the choir. I just want you guys to know that. Okay, seven, delegate tasks. Let me say this. People are more willing to help you out than you think. And once you realize that, your life will be a lot easier. If it's possible, delegate tasks at work and share responsibilities. This can help distribute a workload more evenly. Now, I'll give you an example um, because this can be in your work life or your personal life. So I'll tell one from a personal life standpoint of delegating tasks. So I called my mom one day. Um, it was around, it was in September around my brother and I's birthday. Our birthdays are two days apart. We're Irish twins, y'all. Okay. So I called mom and um, I FaceTimed her and she looked a little stressed. She was at work and I said, Hey, what's going on? And she ended up saying that she was stressed. And one thing out of her mouth was, um, or I, I think I asked her, what did she get PJ for his birthday? It Actually, I think it was on his birthday or the day before or something like that. And as soon as I said that, she just like sighed and was like, I haven't even had time to think about this. So even though she did not say, hey, Tyra, please help me out with this. I knew that my mom was stressed out. She was overwhelmed. And I also knew from what she said, she wanted to get my brother a card. So I don't live in Louisiana. I, um, I didn't tell her at the time, but I was like, okay, we'll just take a deep breath. Take it like take a walk or something if you need to, and then come back to your work. Um, so after I got on the phone with her, I called my godmother and I said, I call her nanny, nanny, ma, 
hasn't gotten PJ a car yet. She needs help. Could you please go to Walmart and pick up like two or three different cards and bring them over to the house so she can pick between them um, when she gets home because she won't have time. So I'm, I'm, th- I'm really thinking his birthday was the next day. And my nanny was like, of course. So she did that. She took care of that. And she took the cars to the house and I called my mom back and I was just like, Hey, okay, this is taken care of. This is one thing off your plate. And she was like, thank you so much. And I could see the relief and the, just the weight lifted off her shoulders from that little thing. You guys, people are willing to help you ask for help. Asking for help can be hard. It's very hard for me. I don't like asking people for help. And I also talked to my brother. (laughs) I'm going off on a tangent. I also talked to my brother while I was home recently and he mentioned how he doesn't like to ask people for help because he doesn't like people seemingly having something hanging over his head. Like I helped you out with this. So if I help you, if I need something in the future, you need to help me because you know how sometimes people will be like, oh, but I helped you do this, 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 but you can't help me do this. While yes, that does happen, that's a whole different realm that we can talk about in a later podcast episode, but the idea of not asking for help because of some people may be tit for tatting you or keeping score, we got to delegate. We It takes a village and that is a saying that we hear all the time, but it truly does. It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to live, especially in this day and age. So lean on those that are around you. Delegate, delegate, delegate. Okay, number eight, invest in self-care. Prioritizing self-care activities such as exercise, hobbies, and spending time with loved ones and taking care of your well-being, you guys, is it's just so... I'm going to say this so many times throughout the episode is so crucial for your overall balance and your well-being has very little to do with your job. Your well-being is everything else outside of that job. I mean, granted financial well-being, yes, but there's so many other um, pockets or buckets that need to be filled in your well-being and a huge part of that is investing in your self-care. And number nine, the ninth thing that you can do to help you create a healthier work-life balance is to evaluate and adjust. Have monthly, quarterly, or even yearly check-ins with yourself so you can regularly assess your work-life balance and make adjustments as needed. Life circumstances and workloads can change, so be flexible in finding what works best for you. Adjusting also allows room for you to try out a few things and implement the best of the best until you fine-tune your work-life balance and get it as close to perfect as you can get it. And notice, I said almost perfect or as close to perfect. Achieving a perfect balance between the two may not always be possible, But making conscious efforts to prioritize both work and your personal life can lead to a more fulfilling lifestyle. So if you didn't know, 
January is National Hobby Month and in the spirit of slow living and being more conscious of what you spend your time doing and boldly going after the things you want, I challenge you all y'all to celebrate this month by picking up a new hobby, indulging in a hobby from your childhood, or falling more in love with your current hobbies. I like to think of hobbies as a secret weapon against stress. They bring joy, relaxation, and a sense of accomplishment to your life. Most of my hobbies are creativity-based, like pottery, painting, doing puzzles, or making fun cocktails, or a new dish at home. And I notice when I engage in these hobbies, it's a way to channel my thoughts and feelings and they provide an outlet for any stress I may be carrying. And honestly, the same goes for boxing. I'd say I have two physical hobbies, that's boxing and hiking. And it's on my list to truly pick up roller skating. But right now, these hobbies help me relieve stress in a manual and more physical way, especially boxing, like punching the bag and stuff is so like stress relieving. But this is because the exercise also releases endorphins, which are natural stress relievers. Hobbies can also provide an escape from the daily grind. Hobbies like painting, reading, or playing an instrument creates a mental space where you can relax and unwind. I personally love when my hobbies allow me to enter a state of flow, which is yeah, it's an amazing feeling when you're completely absorbed in what you're doing. It's kind of like a mini vacation for your mind, shutting out things that have been stressing you out and bringing a sense of calm over you. They also give you a sense of accomplishment, hobbies, especially when you complete when you complete a hobby-related task or you level up in your hobby. They help you form new social connections outside of work and can also help with time management. For example, I go to my pottery studio at least once a week. The date may change, but I know that I like to allocate one morning a week to going in there and throwing some clay on that wheel. The same with boxing. I know I'm going to be in there five days a week. And once you get deeper into your hobbies, it's something fun to look forward to outside of work. I don't care what nobody say. Hobbies make the world go round. So if you're sitting there thinking, dang, I don't have no hobbies to help me uh, relieve stress, then ask yourself, what do you like to do for fun? And if you can only think of things like sleeping, shopping, or taking an international trip, then we've got some digging to do, my friend. Finding hobbies are a little harder as we get older because when you're in primary and secondary school, extracurriculars are thrown at you left and right. And you all you got to do is pick. But I fell into my hobbies by taking time to myself to truly explore what Tyra liked. So what do you like to do? Have y'all ever heard of side quests? 
This term has been growing in popularity recently all over the internet, but it's a term from video games where your character does like bonus missions or mini games that have nothing to do with the main storyline of the game you're playing. Y'all, I want to implement side quests into my life this year. I mean, we all technically already do them, but I want to do them consciously. Now you may be sitting there like, okay, Tyra, hobbies and side quests, girl, what's the difference? Because they sound the same. Like, what are you talking about? Okay, so listen, hobbies are like your favorite activities. The things you genuinely enjoy doing, like playing guitar, painting, or gardening, they're your go-to sources of joy and relaxation. They are always there to make your life more enjoyable, okay? But a side quest is an unexpected adventure that just pops up. Things you stumble upon in life, maybe like joining a club or learning a new skill or going on a spontaneous road trip. Side quests add a little bit of spice and variety to your life, making things interesting outside of the main storyline or your goals in life. So while hobbies are like your trusted companions, always ready to provide comfort, Side quests are the surprises that keep the adventure exciting and unpredictable. So imagine when people ask you, what's the craziest thing you've done? Or what's the most random fact about you? This is where, this is the typical realm in which your side quests live. Does that make sense? And I have been down the rabbit hole on TikTok and Instagram on side quests in real life, and I have created a list of 50 side quests to help y'all get started on this side quest journey. The sheet is filled with big side quests, small side quests, ones that take a day, one that might take a month. But the overall goal I was going for when I put this list together was just to give you a little nudge. The world is so full of adventure, y'all. And I would be doing myself a disservice if I did not try to experience it as much as I could while I'm still here. So if you want the list, the link is down below in the show notes and it's completely free. So just click the link and it'll automatically download to your device. Now, my biggest hobby that I want to dive deeper into this year is pottery. And y'all know I've been doing pottery for a year now, but I have a goal. Oh gosh, I have a goal to sell my first piece of pottery. Oh my gosh, saying it out loud is just, it feels crazy. Okay, so my main goal is to make enough from my pottery to sustain my membership because it's not the cheapest. Pottery is not a, not a cheap hobby to have, but I just want to sustain my membership, right? I don't want to start a pottery business or anything crazy like that, child. That's not what we're here for. And I also hope to post more about my pottery journey on the AFBG Instagram. So make sure you're following us at Affirmations of Black Girls. Now, as far as my side quests go, I plan to take the list that I created that you guys can download and put them all in a jar and pull them out when I'm feeling in the mood for a side quest. I also plan to do um, the same thing with some date ideas in the near future. Ooh, I'm giving you guys like a little sneak peek, but I'll tell you guys more about that soon. 
But the first side quest that I am excited about and I'm looking forward to completing this year. Well, it might not be. It's the first one that I'm looking forward to, but I don't think it'll be the first one that I complete. Does that make sense? I want to run a 5K. Now, I've done this before, but I have not done it since college. And in order for me to run a 5K, the first thing I have to do is train. And that's why I say that this is also a side quest. But my first side quest that I'm excited about in the year 2024 is to run a 5K. And I'm excited. I'm scared. And I'm Growing up, Black voices in media, though hard to come by, were my compass. Here at AFBG, Black representation is the very heartbeat of what we do. Representation isn't just about visibility, it's about carving out a space where Black stories can thrive and resonate. That's why Affirmations for Black Girls exists, a podcast that echoes that sentiment. From trailblazers like Lena Horne, shattering boundaries in music and film, to women such as Hattie McDaniel, Eartha Kitt, and Ruby Dee, who showed that Black women are powerful and fully capable of commanding any stage, any screen, anywhere. Their courage and resilience paved the way for generations of Black women, including me, to live out their dreams. And now, NPR brings you the next generation of influential Black voices in their new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, each told from a unique Black perspective that is as nuanced as the Black experience itself. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. I recently listened to the episode Tracy Ellis Ross is an Icon and Our Favorite Rich Auntie, where Tracy tackles storytelling through the guise of raising awareness about the lives of real people. Her dedication to fighting for representation for Black women is authentic and true. I commend NPR for this commitment to uplifting Black voices. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in America's story, but now they are the story because stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Nervous all at the same time. Finding balance in your work life isn't just a luxury. It's a key ingredient for a happier and more fulfilling life. I've realized over the last year that I'm a very versatile person and I find joy in learning about a lot of things and that curiosity about the world around me alone should be celebrated. As we navigate the hustle and bustle of adulthood, it's important to remember that our worth extends far beyond the realm of career achievements. I encourage you to embrace the dance between work and your personal life. Carve out moments for joy and fulfillment. Crafting a healthier work-life balance is not just a luxury. 
It's a necessity for our mental and physical well-being. Let's set boundaries, prioritize self-care, and consciously evaluate the ebb and flow of our days. Life is like a delicate equilibrium, and within that balance, we find the true magic of living. As we revel in National Hobby Month, let's honor the uniqueness of our interests and bask in the joy of our hobbies. Remember, they're not just activities to pass time. They're portals to a state of flow, a place where time slows down and the worries of the world and your job dissipate. And as we embark on side quests, those unexpected adventures that add spice to our journey, let's welcome the unpredictability of life. I've personally experienced a lot of loss in the past few years. So this quote rings so true to me now. Life is short. Live every day like it's your last. Because the truth is, we can't waste time. We can only waste ourselves. So what will you choose to do? Uh-oh, y'all, you know what time it is. It is time for our fun closing segment. Today's fun closing segment is recommendation of the day. I'm so excited. I have three recommendations for you guys. And as I'm looking at these things that I'm trying to recommend to y'all, I'm really like, girl... Okay, let me just tell y'all what they are. So they're definitely like... I don't know, like there are more adult recommendations. Well, two of them are, two of them are. One of them is like, okay, let me just tell y'all because I know y'all like Tyra girl, go ahead and tell us what these recommendations are. So I have three and the first recommendation of the day, this is because of one of my goals for 2024. One of my goals for 2024 and Also, y'all, we're going to do a whole episode on goals and all of that stuff. I just didn't want to do that at the top of the year because that's what everybody talk about at the top of the year. And who says that I got to have my goals figured out by January 1st? (laughs) No. So that's why I'm purposely waiting to till the end of the month to start talking about what I have as my goals. And also, I don't think I didn't wrote all my goals down. So I need a little bit more time myself. So if you just like me. Okay, we're on the same page, yes. But anyways, my first recommendation of the day comes in because one of my goals this year is to travel more. And I I always find myself on the side of the internet where people are travel hacking and they are traveling for pennies and they're doing all of these amazing things um, on a budget. So I was like, you know what? I got to get into this. And one of the biggest things that they all say is use travel credit cards. Now, I don't like to have a lot of credit cards, y'all. So I was like, okay, well, I already got credit cards and I didn't think about that when I got them. But I was able to upgrade my Chase Freedom card. I have the Chase Freedom Unlimited. I was able to upgrade it to the Chase Sapphire Reserve card. And y'all, reading all of those benefits, like, I was like, why haven't I had this already? So that's my first recommendation of today of the day. If you're looking to travel more or honestly, if you are looking to just do more things or 
up your credit or whatever the case may be, I personally recommend any of the Chase Sapphire cards. Now I said I have the Chase Sapphire Reserve card, but there's also the Chase Sapphire, what is it called? Preferred card as well. I will say my Chase Sapphire Reserve card comes with a $595 annual fee. And I know some of y'all ears just closed off to that. But listen, if you want to be traveling, get you a Chase Travel, uh, Chase Sapphire card. You can go into so many different lounges. And I've watched so many videos saying like how they're way better than the American Express lounges. Um, there's so many, you get so much cash back and I don't have the paper in front of me, um, or anything, but you get a lot of cash back or a lot of points on anything travel related. And the category is broad, y'all. I'm talking about, um, gas, car rentals. If you use a travel agent, all of those things, and you can get some pretty dope rewards. I, I should have prepared myself more for this recommendation of the day, but I personally love the card so far. It also comes with um, a free two-year subscription to Lyft. It comes with a lot of stuff. Look the card up. I linked it down below. You have to sign up with my link if you want to get 60,000 bonus points um, that you can use towards flights, hotels, cars, whatever the case may be. And one thing, ooh, one thing that just popped into my mind about this card, about the Chase Sapphire cards in general, um... One of the videos I was watching was saying how this car is too good to be true. And Chase responded, yes, it actually is too good to be true. We don't expect to make money off of this card until like five years from now or whenever they released it. And the reason they wanted to um, have a card like this on the market is honestly so they can build build a clientele, to be honest. But if you use this car right, you can get so much free travel. These 60,000 bonus points, I think they add up to like $900 worth of travel. It's honestly a great a great deal, y'all. Look into the card yourself. I'm not telling you to get a credit card if you don't need no credit card. If you don't know how to act when you got a credit card, don't do it. But if you know how to act with a credit card and you want a card with travel benefits and not just like cash back and stuff, then... I suggest you look into the Chase Sapphire cards. I think they are great. And um, I have Chase already. So it was a very, very quick approval. So if you have Chase, your approval process will be a lot quicker as well. So I linked it down below so you can get the 60,000 bonus points um, for signing up with my link. And listen, if you get that, if you get the Chase Reserve car and we travel in the same day, we might see each other in an airport lounge somewhere around the world. Okay. And if you do see me, come up to me and say, girl, thank you for making me get this Chase car because I've been traveling. I've been getting so many free flights, so many free hotels, all of that stuff. And one of the last things, and this is all I'm saying about this Chase car, because I'm actually very excited about it. One other thing is when you have like the Chase Sapphire Reserve card, or I think both of them, but I'm not sure. I know when you had a one that I got, which is the one at the top, there are like Chase experiences that are only for reserve members. So when you flash that card, you get VIP treatment. And I just, I just think that's so dope. I think it's so dope. So the 60,000 points um covers your annual fee first and foremost if you think about that 595 the bonus points cover your annual fee you also get like 
y'all gotta look it up. You get a bunch of you get a bunch of stuff. You really do. It's actually very worth it if you use the card properly and if you plan it on traveling a lot. Recommendation number two is something that I talked to my line sister the other day and I had just came from Sephora and I told her what I was, what I had bought or whatever. And she brought up this, this Brazilian bum bum cream. Right. And I was like, girl, what you don't know is the Brazilian or it's called boom, boom cream by Sol de Janeiro. I linked that down below for y'all too. Y'all, if you want compliments out the wazoo, you need to get this lotion. It is a Brazilian Boom Boom Cream. And let me pull it up right quick. Hold on. Okay. So I pulled it up. It is actually a firming body cream. And the scent is like pistachio, salted caramel. Y'all, it smells so good. The one that I use is the, it has the number 62 on it. So yeah, it's salted caramel, pistachio, and vanilla. It's a warm and spicy, um, like gourmand scent. And it's made with their chair. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but their Chirosa 62. That's the scent. Now what you do, you get that cream, but you also pick up the body oil in that same scent. And if you really ballin', pick up the perfume. It's all in the same section in Sephora, y'all. Pick it up. Now, I will say this stuff is a pretty penny, so get it when it's on sale. But pick those up. As soon as you get out the shower, put that body oil on. And then once you give it a few minutes, seal it in with that body cream. And then before you go to bed, sprit or wherever you want, wherever you're going, spritz it with, spritz yourself with the uh, perfume. Just oosh, oosh. That's it. That's all you need. I'm telling y'all, compliments out the wazoo. Now, I personally, I've been wearing this scent for a long time, and I have worn it out on dates. I've also I wore it in my last relationship, and the men love it. <laughs> Okay. They love it. And what I, and that's what I'm whispering because y'all don't go tell nobody else about this because I don't want it to be sold out. And I purposely waited to put this in an episode until I came back to LA and I was able to go to Sephora so I could re-up my stash. But y'all, you got to try it. If nothing but go into Sephora and sniff it and tag me on Instagram, take a picture tag me on Instagram, tag me, uh, you can tag me at Tyra the Creative because I'll see that before I see the Affirmation of Black Girls, but tag both pages, Tyra the Creative and Affirmation of Black Girls and let me know how you feel about it. Also, if you end up buying it, let me know if you're getting compliments on it, okay? Because when I tell y'all, first of all, <laughs> these men be wanting to eat me up wearing that. Like they nose be in my shoulder blade. Like, oh my gosh, you smell so good. Y'all got to try it. I'm, and listen, I'm telling y'all the truth. But anyways, the link is down below. I have that link down, down for y'all too in the show notes if you want to check it out. Like I said, it is a little on the pricey side. So maybe you want to start with like, um, they do have the mini travel kits and like the samplers. Try that first. But it's the one that is 62 there's a lot of different scents. It's orange, 62, 62. Now, 
Okay. And my last recommendation of the day, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but um, it's time to make sure that we are taking precautions to keep our identity safe on the internet. I invested in a cybersecurity software called Aura and I absolutely love it, y'all. It connects to my phone and it keeps all of my information in a safe space in a safe place and I feel protected. So if you're looking for something for cybersecurity, um, I highly recommend Aura. I remember when I was renting a car, um, they had to run my license or something like that. And Aura sent me a text message right away. Hey, somebody is running your license at this place. Do you need us to do anything about it? They also give you your credit score. They keep all of your passwords. Um, one thing I will say is you have to, those passwords are under lock and key. I have to log in and then I have to verify my login and I can only do it a certain way. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. Um, you can also do a family plan. Like if you have a spouse or if you have family members that you want to add to it, I really want to add my mom and daddy because my daddy had been scammed a couple of times y'all. And it is so frustrating when your parents get scammed out of money and like all of this type of stuff, because this stuff didn't exist when they were younger. And you know, all this stuff is very like new age and to be high tech. So Times are getting crazy. People are really out here like stealing people's identity on a daily, daily basis. So I recommend Aura. I can give you a 14-day free trial with my link down below. It's www.aura.com front slash Tyra, but you can just click the link in the show notes. I know I'm telling y'all about a lot of links today, but they'll always be there. So you can always reference them, um, but you'll get a 14 day free trial. And I just want you guys to start 2024 off, right? Making sure that you are secure on the internet because these people be out here doing the utmost. Now, before we get out of here, I do have a couple of announcements. As you see, this episode is going live on a Monday. If you're watching at, or if you're listening as soon as it goes live, thank you so much. Y'all are real OGs by listening on day one. Um, new episodes will start going live on Mondays and we will have pep talk Wednesday episodes every other week. And my other announcement is I'm super excited, you guys, because things are happening. Things are really happening. We really hit the ground running this year with Affirmations for Black Girls. We have a lot of fun stuff coming up. And one of those fun things is our first in-person event. Oh, my gosh. I am shaking in my boots because... I don't know. I'm just nervous, but I'm so happy to start meeting you guys. I actually went to lunch with a listener um, last week, and it was honestly amazing. It I was so overjoyed and so like filled with happiness because like y'all really, y'all really rock with me. Y'all really, really rock with me. So I'm just super excited to have had the opportunity to meet one of you guys in person. And I just hope to do that more at our first in-person event. So I do have a wait list that I want to do just to do like a temperature check of how many people are interested in coming. The, the, 
the event will be here in Los Angeles. We have a tentative date and I'll put all of this information on the waitlist screen as well. But we do have a tentative date and the tentative date is February the 10th in Los Angeles and it will be a women empowerment event and you know Valentine's Day is around that time so it will be geared towards Valentine's Day self-love that sort of thing so if you are interested in coming to our very first event in person click the link down below I'm so sorry y'all this is a lot of links but click that link down below this one is time sensitive and it is very important to let me know that you're interested in coming and I will send that information out to you as soon as we have it with all of the final details for our very first in-person event but I wanted to give you guys um, a tentative date just in case we do have people who want to travel from outside of the state to come come and share this event with us especially since it's the first one so I'm super excited and if you guys are wondering or I don't think you're wondering but I was so excited to, I had lunch with Olivia. She's a listener on the podcast. Olivia, I hope you are having a great time back home and ready to jump back into going to school. Olivia goes to Yale, you guys. So, and I got to meet her. She came out to Los Angeles for a couple of days and it honestly just made my heart so full. I cannot wait to meet more of you guys in person and truly continue cultivating this community that is Affirmations for Black Girls. So once again, the link is down below. Join the wait list um, and we'll send out final details ASAP. And I'll also keep you updated on the Instagram. So make sure you're subscribed or make sure you follow us on IG. That's where most of the um, day-to-day information will always be because you know you only hear from me like once a week maybe twice a week on the actual podcast check our instagram anything that's like last minute or any updates will be uploaded there in real time so i really hope to see you guys at our first event thank you so much for listening to today's episode I hope this helps you find a healthy work-life balance and helps you implement more fun and more hobbies and just unique activities into your daily lives because we're not just here to work. That's the biggest thing. We are not just here to work. And the way our society is set up makes us think that work should take up most of our time. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't believe that, never have believed that, and I will never believe that. Our job should never take up most of our time. So I hope you find some some inspiration in this episode for new hobbies or rekindling flames with your old hobbies um and implementing some side quests maybe you get the chase sapphire card and then you use those points to book you a a trip to bora bora who knows but i'm so i'm so glad that you guys listened to the the end till the end of this episode if you have not make sure you subscribe to the podcast make sure you rate it give us a five-star rating and leave a review i look i look at all the reviews you guys so i just love what you guys say about the podcast like y'all just do not understand it can be so long i was actually telling um olivia this it can be so lonely on this side of the podcast so seeing something from you guys whether it's an email a dm a comment in person is really refreshing and i thank you guys so much so that's all i have for you guys 
and I will see you guys again next week. This is Affirmations for Black Girls. We're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.